And we are going. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. Today's episode is brought to you by none other than Generous United. Generous United is a membership-based buying group headquartered right here in Atlantic Canada. And they are helping Canadians deal with this pandemic by allowing prescription drugs to be more affordable. What I want you to do is head over to generousunited.ca. That's G-E-N-R-U-S united.ca and see if there's anything that they can do to help you, a loved one, a family member, maybe a small business that you know that's having trouble with healthcare. We can all benefit from the services that Generous United is offering. It doesn't matter if you're looking for help in dental, maybe you need a massage, chiropractor, whatever it is. If you can save money in one aspect of healthcare, you're going to be able to afford another aspect of healthcare. So if you are struggling with prescription drugs, whether it be, oh, there's so many prescription drugs, I don't really know which one you're on, but you don't even have to be on them. Like I said, loved one, family member, small business. Uh, we're almost out of this pandemic, to be quite honest with you. We might not be. I'm not, I, you know, I'm done asking questions of what's going on with this world in regards to the pandemic. But if you are struggling, uh, Generous United is here to help. So that's G E N R U S United dot C A. Boom, we're going. Welcome back. My apologies. No podcast last week. Busy week. Uh, with other aspects uh, of the company, but we're back, we're here, uh, we're ready to party. We No guests today, just me, we're going to ramble on just a little bit. I like talking, I like I like going into the mic every now and then and just letting you know how I feel, uh, letting you know how I feel about the company, about what's going on. We're going to answer some questions we have on our Twitter page. We had some people send in some questions for the podcast, looking for some advice, uh, I guess career advice. I had, We had two, I'm not going to read them right now. But uh, when it comes to that time of the podcast, I'll read them out and I'll let you know what I think. It's going to be a good episode. All right, I'm Justin. Here we go. You know what comes next. All right, we're back. Welcome. High Button Podcast, Monday morning. I hope you got your caffeine in you. I hope you have your vice in you. I hope you have whatever it is that you need in your body first thing on a Monday morning to get you going. I already had my cup of coffee, two cups of coffee. I'm not going to lie to you, actually three cups of coffee this morning, so I'm good to go. I am good to ramble. I uh, We don't have a guest today, which I honestly don't mind every now and then, just talking into the microphone, letting uh, letting you know how I feel, letting you know what's going on with the company, letting you know maybe some ideas that we have, and, uh, and just talking to you, our listeners. At the end of the day, High Button Sports goes nowhere if we don't have our listeners uh, clicking play, download, whatever it is that you click on the iTunes app, Spotify app, SoundCloud Google Play, whatever it is that you listen to, the High Button Podcast. We don't uh, have any success if it isn't for you. So every now and then, I just like to talk to you. There's nothing wrong with that. I like to talk to you. Anyways. Uh, company's been going well. Companies, we're busy. You know, I apologize last week, no podcast. I do apologize. The uh, the busyness nature within the company... Um, has taken a toll and it's taken a toll on the podcast. Unfortunately, I didn't organize any guest, and I'm taking the blame for that. There's no one to take the blame for, but me. But like I said, I don't think there's really anything wrong with just sitting down and talking and letting you guys know how I feel and what's going on. So that's today's podcast, uh, on Monday here. What is the date? November 1st, figure it out. Justin Halloween. We probably had like three trick or treaters yesterday. Not even. Maybe at two trick-or-treaters. Oh, I felt bad. that It was raining the whole time. Three trick-or-treaters. I don't want to say Halloween's dead, but man, I remember when I was a kid, if it was raining, I would still be out. I'd put the, I'd put the 
I'd put the rain jacket over my costume and I'd go knocking on door to door asking for two pieces of candy, three. If you gave me an apple, I'd take it out and throw it in the bushes. But I remember, man, three trick-or-treaters last night. I know the weather was garbage, but I don't know. Maybe COVID has something to do with it. Anyways, shout out to all those kids that, uh, or I guess those couple of kids yesterday that came over, grabbed some candy from me. Oh. Yeah, it's back. We're back. Monday morning. Uh, Weird week. Not weird week. Last week. Weird weekend. I'll, uh, you know, I'm 29 turning 30 here. And I'm, I consider myself a man. I'm slowly adjusting and turning into a, a man. And one responsibility of being a man is um, making sure your car is serviced. And uh, my car was due to be serviced almost two months ago. And I've, uh, I've been very, uh, well, I'm just, I didn't do it. <laughs> so yesterday, me and the girlfriend were sitting in Sobey's parking lot. And we're getting ready to leave and the car didn't turn on. And, uh, you know, you need a car, especially in Halifax. The transit system here is not that good. And having a business where you got to go from point A to point B, from point B to point C, point C to D, you got to get around. And uh, I've learned this lesson the hard way. So yesterday, the car's not starting. Thank God we have CAA. Thank God. I should have got that guy's name yesterday. CAA showed up within, I don't know, 30 minutes, but we're sitting in the Sobeys parking lot there, piss pouring rain. Uh, we had to go to Sobeys to get some candy for the kids, which thinking back on it now was kind of a waste because we only had like two or three kids come. We could have just given them, I had a couple granola bars I could have given. <laughs> Nonetheless, so we're sitting there, car's not starting, and I'm getting it from the girlfriend. You're getting the gears, just you should have, you should have, you did this, you should have got the car serviced. And I know, she's right, I'm right, I should have got it done, it's my fault. Nonetheless, car comes, or sorry, CAA truck comes, gives us a boost, gets it, we get the car back up and running. It's actually at the, uh, it's actually at the shop right now, I had to bring it over there this morning. Um, but nonetheless, wasn't the best morning of going to shoppers, or not shoppers, Sobe, sorry, um, and then after that, we have to go to shoppers to get some stuff for the girlfriends and toothpaste and, and things like that. And we go in, I walk in there. I'm obviously not in the best mood. I'm, I'm soaking wet. I'm just I'm pissed. I'm livid. You know, we've got no car right now. What do we, you know, you know that feeling. So I'm sitting there, I'm letting the girlfriend do whatever she has to do. And I look around, there's a gentleman to my right and he's wearing a, a high button sports hat. And it's happened to me before. I've seen like I've I've been out in public and I've seen our clothing, but it, it's mostly at rinks. So you know you go into a rink and you're like, okay, high button sports hat, high button sports hoodie, high button sports whatever. You know it's a good feeling, but I've never really seen any clothing outside of a rink. You know, and just to be in a shopper's drug mart, and I look to my right and I'm probably having a, a you know I'm having a down day. I'm not having the best day, and I look to my right, and I see the gentleman wearing a high button sports hat, and I look at him. He doesn't he doesn't recognize me or anything. He just looks at me, he puts his head down, he's like, yeah, you don't have, you know, just, but just to see that hat and having a, a crummy day, you know, it, that picks your spirits up. And I took that as a sign. Do I know what that sign means? Absolutely not. But if I were a betting man, I would have to think that seeing that hat at a low in my week must mean something. It must mean I'm on somewhat of a right track. To be able to see that hat, I'm soaking wet. Just got 
out of a conversation with the guy from CAA. He's bringing up words I have no idea, and I'm just shaking my head going, yeah, yeah, pretending like I know what he means. Confibrator, the, the, the jack trade, the, the roundabout and the engine. I'm just shaking my head going, oh, yeah, I know, I know, yeah, okay, I'll get it fixed. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I feel like an idiot. And you walk into Shoppers Drug Mart, it's not even that warm in there either, so you're still kind of miserable. And then you see that hat, and it kind of picks you up. It picked it picked my day up uh, yesterday for sure. Um, but even before that, just a weird week of productivity. You know, it's when you talk about productivity within a startup business, there's tons of ways you can be productive. Tons of way, and it's up to you to choose whether or not not whether or not you're always going to be productive, but there's, like I said, there's plenty of ways you can be productive within at least this company. You know, you can work your bag off on trying to get some, some new clothing, some new designs. You can work your bag off on trying to schedule some more uh, live streams. You can try to schedule some more podcasts. You can try to get some more mic'd up videos. You can try, there's tons of things that we can be doing here um, to focus our energy to try to, to, to grow this podcast. But which avenue are you going to choose on which day? And last week was just one of those weeks where, you're so overwhelmed with everything, you almost just take a step back and let the work come to you. Let the let the decisions, you know, for an example, oh, what was an example? So for example, we just got a new live streaming contract. It's great. So just let that let that come to you. And, you know, you, you plug those, those games into your schedule. You find out who's going to film them. You find out who's going to commentate them rather than just attacking. You know, there's weeks where within this company you have to attack problems. And then there's weeks within this company where you let problems come to you. Not problems, but you just have parts of the, the business that come to you and then you tackle the, 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 the you tackle the solution. You know what I mean? So last week was just one of those weeks where you let the, 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 the company come to you and you tackle you tackle the problems. Does that make sense? That should make sense. And there's plenty more weeks rather than the week I had last week where you have to get ahead. There's a great video out there where there's a guy standing on a treadmill and he's he he's running forward on the treadmill, not the treadmill. It's like you know those things at the, uh, the airport there. Yeah, he, uh, it's like you're, you're trying to get to another terminal, but it's essentially a treadmill, but it's really long and it allows you to get to point A to point B, it, like carries you, so you don't have to walk. So if you're standing still on that treadmill, you're gonna fall behind. But if you're running on that little treadmill, you're gonna get ahead. If you're just plain old walking, you're gonna stay in the exact same spot. So last week for this company, we were just walking. Last week we were just walking. We were just we weren't falling behind, but we definitely weren't getting ahead. We were just walking, and I don't think there's really anything wrong with that. I I, I think that's one thing I'm trying to get around is having those weeks where we walk. We we work very hard in this company, and it's hard to it's hard to run each and every week. So every now and then you just have to walk. And last week was one of those weeks where we walked. And I always think too, whenever we don't have something going on, in my head it's times a million. But in our listeners' head. They, you know, they, maybe they don't even notice. Oh, high button sports. They didn't have a, a mic'd up video this week. Oh, high button sports. You didn't have a podcast this week. Oh, high button sports. You didn't do this this week. I don't really think you guys really notice as much as I do, but if we don't have something every day, it's, I, I notice it and it, it definitely affects me. Um, but yeah, last week was just one of those weeks and yeah, I don't know what it was, but it definitely sits with you and you definitely don't want to have those weeks where you're walking. You want to be sprinting ahead. And I remember going back to where you have to focus your energy when you're starting out. This is, I guess this little bit of the podcast can be for, um, 
like entrepreneurs out there that are trying to start something. It doesn't have to be a podcast. It can just be any business. I remember, so this is probably back in 2018, 19, I'm living at my parents' place. And, you know, you're living at your parents' place. You're 25, 26, and your parents leave. They're gone. They're out for work, and you stay home, and you try to build this thing called High Button Sports. Um, And when you talk about building a company, you need money, you know, bottom line, you need money. And the only way we made money back then was through advertising and advertisers aren't going to advertise with a podcast. That's barely known around here. Advertisers aren't going to give you any money. Bottom line, when you're starting out a company and you're like a couple years in, maybe, maybe they will. I don't know. Maybe they will, but they didn't for us. And I remember there'd be weeks where I was running, but just running, in order to get, do you know what I mean by running? Like talking back to that treadmill point, like the running aspect of the business. I was running, but I was running, calling advertisers from nine to like five business hours, just calling companies, not even in Halifax, Toronto, all across Canada, even in the States, I would call just looking for money and you didn't get any money. I'll tell you that right now. I got like no money from sales calls back in the day, like cold calling people, I'd like to think I was somewhat good at it, but after those couple of weeks, I remember back in uh, 2018, maybe it was 2019, whatever year it was, um, made no money. And I look at it now and I go, the reason why I wasn't really making any money was because I wasn't focusing on the work. I was focusing on the money. So I remember back then, that one week I called, uh, I might have called 200 companies. No lie. If you have a company... If I didn't, if you have a company here back in 2019, I, you either called you or I sent you an email. Just go to your emails right now and type in high button. There's probably an email. You probably deleted it. I don't blame you. But uh, yeah, I remember calling, looking for money, advertising on this podcast that nobody knew about. Didn't get any money. You know, like I remember the parents would come home. And, how, how did it go, Justin, today? Like, oh, good, good. You know, it's... I got a couple interests, you know, like Tim Hortons. They might advertise. Who knows? I, I get a good conversation with Tim Hortons today. No conversation with Tim Hortons, but you're just trying to keep the parents off your back. You know what I mean? You're just trying to <laughs> show that you, you're, you're making somewhat progress, but nothing's going for you. Nothing. Not a zip. Boom. Nothing. Until I switched my thinking. I thought, okay, well, Justin, if you're sitting here calling all these companies, talking about all this amazing work you're doing, you're doing, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're, 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 you're out here, you're doing a podcast, all that, you're doing everything, woohoo, like, you're, you're almost not bragging, but you're telling these companies about what you're doing, and then I had to sit there for a second, look myself in the mirror, and go, Justin, yeah, but you're talking about doing this, but you're not actually doing it, so I just said, okay, here's what you're going to do next week, everything that you're talking about doing to all these advertisers, actually go out and do it, do it, and that week ended up being one of the busiest weeks of the company. I did everything. I think I had like four podcasts. I did, we weren't doing mic'd up videos back then, but like we did, I did like four podcasts, like three street interviews. And like, I might've ordered like my first batch of t-shirts through Vistaprint or something. I don't know. It was just, just a busy, busy week. I remember I just I, I sit up at five thirty six, just grinding. And it was Friday and I was so tired. You know, it was, it was Saturday night came. And I remember looking back at my body of work, you know, I was just like, yeah, that's awesome, Justin. You did that, but 
you're still at ground zero. You know, Saturday wasn't the best day. Sunday, you're still, you're not moping. Like, you're happy. You got a bunch of work done, but, you know, did people notice? Did people recognize? Are people focused in on what high-button sports is? Maybe, maybe not. That's not my job to determine whether or not people are focused. My job is to create content to make sure that you're aware of high-button sports. I don't care if, you know, I, I really couldn't, I couldn't care less if a million people know what high button sports is that's not my goal my my goal is just to know my goal is to make sure that high button sports is being noticed by you our listeners i'm not looking to be on this this huge pedestal this this huge uh fan base i i just want our fan base to 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 be proud of us i want our fan base to to be aware of us and i want our fan base to talk about us in public settings that's you know I don't get me wrong I love advertising I love uh, talking about the company I you know if we had a bigger advertising budget I'd you know probably put a billboard up every now and then but the best advertising is word of mouth there's no denying that if you're in a business course right now or if you're just well it doesn't really matter what you do I'll, I'll tell you as a matter of fact the best advertising is word of mouth sorry I just got a drink of water here um and I just want you guys to know that's it I don't I don't need millions and millions and millions of people to know of high button sports i just want you to know what high button sports is that's it bottom line as long as you know what high button sports is i'm good with that um and i remember sitting there saturday sunday and you're you're, you're very proud of yourself there, there's nothing like a good body of work a great hard work you, you you put the time in it was a great feeling and i remember that monday rolled around and it was just one, you know, you're looking yourself in the mirror again, you're brushing your teeth, you're going, okay, Justin, you just put that body of work in, but what do you do this week now? Do you continue to put the work in to the content? Do you continue to do these podcasts more consistently? Do you continue to do this? Do you continue to do that? Or do you call advertisers again and try to hunt down more money? What do you do? So I remember I sat there went upstairs, had breakfast, had my coffee, parents, or no, this was my mom, my dad was already at work, and I was talking to my mom for a bit, and I remember she, she I was like, oh, what are you doing, t-? she was asking me, what are you doing today, and you know, just bottom line, oh, I'm just working, have a lot of the, I think I was just bullshitting, I really had no idea what I was doing, I was still making the de- decision whether or not I just wanted to cold call people, or if I actually wanted to schedule stuff to actually work, like do the content side of stuff. And uh, I don't even know what I said. I, I don't even know what I said. But I remember what she said. I was, I was like, so what, what's your day looking like? And she goes, oh, I just have tons of work, tons of clients. She she owns a spa out in Bedford. And uh, she's like, yeah, a lot of pet, like four pedicures this morning, uh, you know, a, a, a foot massage, I got whatever it was. I don't know what she was saying. But she she was talking about the actual work of her spa. She wasn't talking about the uh, the accounting side. She wasn't talking about the sales side. She wasn't talking about the bringing in money side. She was just talking about the, the actual day-to-day labor that she had to do within the spa in order to make it successful. Nails. Well, you know, what the... What, what's some things that you do at a spa? Facial, manicure, toes, nails, massages, um, waxing of of hair you know what I mean and she was talking about the actual work so that's what I decided to do after hearing that from my mom she's talking about the actual work she left closed the door I said all right let's just get to work she probably left there around nine o'clock and eight thirty. I don't know what time it was the moment I opened up my laptop 
to start working. My phone rings. Phone rings. It's a company from uh, Vancouver. It was like a Vancouver area code. I'm like, Vancouver? What the hell? Van- Who's calling me from Vancouver right now? It's, it's not like a bill collector. Like Bill collectors are usually from Toronto. And I was like, Vancouver? Who's calling me from Vancouver? I pick it up. I go, hello? And as soon as I said hello, I was like, fuck, Justin, you idiot. You say, high button sports, Justin, but how can I help you? You know, that's you sound professional. And I go, hello, just sounding like an idiot. And then uh, it's, it's, hi, is this, uh, they go, the person on the other line from Vancouver, they go, hello, is this um, Justin Belanger from uh, High Button Sports? I go, yes, it is. How, how can I help you? They go, yeah, this is uh, Eagle Energy. And if you don't know what Eagle Energy is, an early sponsor of ours, uh, they, they did like caffeine, uh, caffeine inhale smoke, like the, the vapes. And I remember I called them the week earlier, left a message, didn't hear anything. But it was just like I said, I probably called 200 companies that week. And they call, they go, hey, we got your message and we looked at the work you're doing and we love it. We'd like to advertise. And the moment I got that call, all my problems, not my problems, but all of my questions were kind of out the door. You know, I like to think of... Um, you know, I like to think of the gap. Look at the gap. If you want to buy a pair of jeans from the gap, do you think they have a sales guy calling you up going, hey, hey, hey Brendan, you, you need a pair of jeans? Come on down to the gap. We, we got a great pair for you. They're going to fit well. Come on down to the gap. I swear you're going to love these jeans. You know, they, you know we, they, there's no sales call from the gap. We're all aware that the gap makes a good pe- they, they make a good pair of jeans. They make a good product. You think McDonald's is calling you up every day going, hey, hey, Dylan, you want to you wanna come on down to McDonald's, grab a Big Mac, fries, Coke, come on down. You're, it's going to be the best best burger you ever had. No, McDonald's, because they, they, have, they have a product. And that's what I realized. As long as you create a good product, people are going to call you and want to f- affiliate themselves with, them, with, with you. That, that, that's, that's the bottom line. And that's what I did for that week. I was creating product. I created podcasts. I created street interviews. I created t-shirts off Vistaprint. I was creating product. You can't just call these people and go, hey, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm kind of doing. Here's what I might do if you're interested. Here's what. No. Do the work. Because once you do the work, people will notice. And if you're doing the work and it's shit work, people are going to leave you alone. It's quite easy. It's an easy, 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 easy easy thing to figure out. Everyone's like, this life is hard. No, no, no. Create a product that is worth people's time. And that's what I figured out that morning. As soon as my mom left to go to work, I opened up my laptop. I get a call from Vancouver. It's Eagle Energy. They go, we love what you're doing. I go, well, what do you love what I'm doing? They go, well, you did a podcast last week with, uh, I, I don't remember who now, but you did you did this last week and it was great. And I'm like, yeah, well, that, that I appreciate that. We can do that again for you if, you, if you'd like. We, we, we can go out and do this. We can, we can do that. And they believed me because I already did it the week before. Do you see what I'm saying? So that whole week I wasted of calling 200 companies. Hey, can you do this? Hey, can you do that? Hey, can you do this? Hey, can you, like, can you give me some money? I'll do, give me some money. When really I could have just been putting in the work, people would have noticed and then people would have wanted to affiliate themselves with me a week prior. So I just I just want that to go out there because it's starting to happen a lot more for us now. We're I'm not saying we're turning down advertisers, but you know, we we don't really worry about the sales side of things. It would be great to have a sales team in place, but I'll I'll, I'll probably just do it myself. I'll probably make, you know, 10 10 cold calls a week if that. 
Um, but we, we, we focus on the work and the advertisers reach out to us. And I just last week, you know, you talk about work coming to you and, and just figuring out problems rather than just getting ahead. Um, that was a great thing last week. I remember we had, a, a you know, some advertisers reach out to us and go, Hey, we'd love to advertise with you. How do we, how do we, how do we make this work? And it just made me think back to those days in 2019 at my mom's house. Like just, you know, you're just, oh, you're, you're praying to the, 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 the gods. You're like, please, someone, if there's an, anyone out there, just listen to me. I need some advertising dollars. Just give me like anything. And you're just so desperate to make a buck. Um, and I just, you know, you, you sit here in your, in your, in my studio, I guess, 2021, almost 2022. And you look at the problems you have now compared to the problems you had back then. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's, uh, it's unbelievable how people all want to advertise with us. And I have to sit here and question it, go, eh, okay, maybe is that going to work with us? How do we align this with our podcast? Are, are you comfortable with sitting in the second spot of an advertising? You know, it's, it's, it's just interesting how the problems can, uh, it's how it's interesting how the problems can come to you a couple years later. Um, time flies, time flies. And I think that's good advice for anyone out there. That's really trying to, to start something, you know, it's a lot of procrastination at the very beginning of trying to start something. At least I procrast, I know I procrastinated a lot, but the one thing that got me, uh, the one thing that got me started was just starting. I know it sounds stupid and ridiculous, but you got, you have to start. Put an image in your head of what you want your company to look like. Put an image in your head of where you see yourself in a couple of years and then work towards that image. It's kind of weird when you, when you put it that way, but that's all I have. I just have images in my head of where I want this company to go and what I want it to look like in X amount of years. And then I go from there. I go to work. You know? Anyways, I, I hope that little bit of advice, uh, I hope that little bit of advice helps with anyone out there trying to start something. Um, and yeah, uh, I, I know that, that I didn't even get advice that maybe I did get invite advice from someone back in the day, but that's the thing. Like you just, you have to lose so many times in order to, to win, you know, the, the two magic, what a waste of a week. How many hours are in a week? Well, let's just say what's nine to five. So that's, um, you know, nine to five, it's like an eight hour work, eight hours, nine, 10, 11, 12, one, two, three, four, five. So it's eight hours, you know, that's eight times five, five work. That's 40 hours of just calling people asking for money. Oh, you think about back then and the problems that you could have solved by just the lessons that I know now if I could apply those lessons back then, but that's the part, that's part of the game. That's part of the game is taking those losses and figuring out, uh, how to run a company. You know, you would have came to me back in the day, say, Oh yeah, you're going to run a small media company. Uh, when you're older, I remember when I was younger, I used to think, I remember back when in like 2010, when the Olympics, when Sid got the golden goal, I remember thinking, how in the hell am I going to be able to watch that? Because I'm probably going to have to move out of my parents' place. I'm probably not going to be able to afford cable. Like, I thought I was going to be homeless. I still think I'll be homeless at some point in my life. But it's you have to think, like, the issues you think you have when you're younger that don't come to fruition when you're older. 
But yet when you're older and you think about the places that you want to be, you know, when I'm 40, when you're, when you're 50, it'll be interesting to see if those come to fruition. You know what I mean? When you're younger, you think, okay, at least I had no confidence when I was younger. Like I said, when Sid won the gold, when Sid was in the Olympics, 2010, that team, I, that was like an issue in my head. I remember thinking to myself, I'd be like, ah, oh, man, how am I going to watch that game? Like, I'm probably going to be homeless in 2010. Cause it was the year I graduated high school. So I was going into college and for, like, I watched a movie like a week before graduating high school and they were like, like this guy's parents kicked him out to go to college and then he ended up being homeless. I forget the name of the movie. Anyways, I just thought that was going to be me. And that was my biggest concern. I was like, how am I going to see this? How am I going to see the Olympic team in 2010 compete for a gold medal if I don't have a TV to watch it on? <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah. Well, that's that. Um, there's some, I guess I'll, I'll bring up the Kyle, the, the terrible story with Kyle uh, Beach. I don't want to talk about it too long. It's not my place to talk about it. Uh, everyone can point fingers. It's it's easy to uh, it's easy to sit here in the comfort of my studio and talk about how some people didn't do their job correctly. So it's it's I just don't feel I just don't feel comfortable talking about it. Um, essentially, not knowing all the information. Maybe that that report was long. We I didn't read it all, but we've someone within the company read it all and gave me the details of what happened. But out of all of it, it, it just, out of all of it, I'll, I'll leave it at this. It would have been so easy to grab this video coach and just boot him out the door. So easy after hearing what happened. You grab him, you kick him out the door. I get it. You're in the middle of a Stanley Cup playoffs. You don't want any uh, distraction. I get that. It just would have been so easy to hear Kyle come into the office, essentially explain what happened, go into the video room, find this Brad guy, kick him out. You call Gary Bettman. You say, look, Gary, here's the situation. One of our players was sexually abused by our video coach. We fired him. We've terminated him. It's over. Now, you look at Gary. You look for you look for leadership. You go, Gary. What what do we do now? I I if you're in the if you're in the Blackhawks office during this time, what's your biggest concern? Your biggest concern is winning a Stanley Cup and not make and making this not a distraction uh, for your team and your organization. That's your biggest concern. I I hundred percent get that. Explain that to the leadership role of the NHL. Forget your organization. Go to Gary. Just say, look, Gary. This is the this is our this is our problem. Here's what's going on. We're in the we're in the mix of trying to win a Stanley Cup, but we have a huge issue on our hands where one of our players was sexually abused by one of our coaches, and something needs to be done about it. What do we do? You start an investigation. You find out why he did this. You find out. Uh, you find out how many times it happened. You find out. Uh, from Kyle, the exact story of when it started to when the abuse ended. You get to the bottom of it. You do it internally. Actually, I don't know the laws of that. If, if you find out that there's a, an, a case within a professional organization, like, do you have to go and tell the media? No, I guess not. You could keep it internal. But then again, is that ethical? Nonetheless, it just, it just would have been so simple. 
so what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. And when you talk about sexual abuse towards a 20-year-old kid that just got called up to the NHL, he's realizing his dreams. And then for that to happen to him, it's a shame. It's an even bigger shame. He, he never played in the NHL again. Or never he never played a game in the NHL. Imagine that. Terrible. But it's sad to say, moments like this hopefully can stop abuse from happening in the future. We all know that sexual abuse is an issue within the workplace, whether it's men on men, men on women. But hopefully something like this can can scare those creepy people away from, from doing it. Will it happen again? Most likely. It most likely will happen. It's it's human nature, unfortunately. But if there's people out there that can be held accountable and put up to the forefront of being don't do this, of, of, of an example of what not to do, maybe it'll maybe it'll stop it from happening in the future. Like I said, do I have the answers? Absolutely not. There's people out there that are much smarter than me that are gonna make decisions that will hopefully solve this issue. And hopefully, uh, and hopefully stop from it happening again. So that's all I want to say about that. Um, if you're experiencing uh, sexual abuse, talk to someone in a leadership role. And, uh, and if they don't do anything, the people within the leadership role, then go to the authorities. Because, you know, that's garbage. That's trash. There's no need of it. It's terrible. Especially being in the hockey community, hockey's under, uh, hockey's going under some uh, some rough PR, some rough PR movements these days. There's a lot of things happening right now within within hockey that 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 don't look good. But I, I think Taylor Hall said it. He's like, yeah, sexual abuse. Is there really a sexual abuse problem within hockey, or is it just the overall public in general? And it's true. Like you look at sexual, uh, you know, sexual assault in the workplace. It's a thing. Just, you know, you think of an NHL locker room, that's a workplace. You think of an NHL uh, organization, yeah, we all look up to the NHL, but that's a workplace at the end of the day. Same with IBM, CBC, you know, Tesla. uh, It's another company. Toyota. You know, these are all workplaces. It's just some of them are more glorified than others. Not that there's anything wrong with working at Tesla or or Toyota. That's a great place, but you know what I mean? So I'll, I'll leave it at that. The Halifax Thunderbirds game was unbelievable. I want to say uh, congrats to the organization for making, uh, I think it was 600 days that they were off. 600 days that they didn't play. 600 days they didn't have any fans in the building. It was great to see everyone out the other day. It was a great inter-squad game. Uh, shout out to Brett Draper, friend of the show uh, from Dartmouth. Plays for the Bandits. Uh, he played great, held his own. Um, it's incredible to see... It's incredible to see the skill level back again. I know there was a couple guys uh, that were on the team last year, and uh, just to see them back in the skill level once again, just unbelievable. It's you just you have to go see a game. It's hard to explain it, but they're just so quick. They don't even really have to think about the passes or the shots that they're going to make. The decisions are already made in their head, and then they just go out and execute. It's quite simple. It's a it's a beautiful game once you once you know it and once you once you're able to watch a couple of games and understand the rules and it would be great if you you know you picked up a lacrosse excuse me, picked up a lacrosse stick and a lacrosse ball and went to the 
local school and throw the ball against the wall and played catch. And you'd understand not how hard it is, but you just need to understand how much focus it goes into getting that ball in and out of your stick so quickly. Um, I've played lacrosse my whole life. I love the game. Um, and, and, and looking back on it now, when I was younger and I first picked up a lacrosse stick, if I was able to see an NLL game with the skill level I had back then, I would be in awe. I, I would just be in awe of how, how incredibly quick these guys are and how precise and how good they are. And that's one thing I want to say. The Halifax Thunderbirds, they actually have a good team. They actually have a good team. If you look across the NLL as a whole, like when we were up in the media booth there, we were talking, we were talking to some of the some of the guys, and there's some rumblings of you know there could be some guys that were on the team last year that might not crack the squad this year because it's just a whole new. It's a, you know it's two years ago. It's a competitive league. There, there there might be guys that might not make the team. So it's it's a you know it's so I gotta get a drink of water here. It's uh. They're just they're just a really good team, and it was really exciting to see fans in the Scotiabank Center the other day. It was great to see uh, some of the coaches back. It was great to see all the players and fans and and, and the organization, the staff behind the scenes. It would uh, it just felt uh, it felt like two years ago. You know, it felt like two years ago. It felt normal. It was nice. You know, just just having a group of people. I know I always talk about normalcy coming back to the world and. It's by no means back 100%, but I don't even know if we're ever going to see what normal was two years ago. You know, maybe what we saw the other day just was normal. People in the stands wearing masks, still being somewhat socially distanced. Um, but nonetheless, when we were in there, it, it was great to see and it was a lot of fun uh, to be able to experience that. And I know their first home opener, their, their first game back here, the home opener is December 4th against Saskatchewan. I'm pretty sure that you can go out and get your tickets now, so make sure to do that. Uh, if you head on over to the Halifax Thunderbirds website, I'm sure there'll be direction there on how you can pick up your, uh, your tickets. So I want to see you there. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, I just wanted to talk really quickly about uh, I know we, I keep going back to lessons, but the there's a lesson out there I think I've learned over the past year that's that's the most important. Probably, eh, maybe not the most important, but I really like it. I was talking to my friend about this the other day. He got invited to a Halloween party, and he didn't really want to go, and we were talking about it. And I was like, man, just just say no. He goes, yeah, I know, but I, you know, I don't want to let, I don't want to let everyone down. Like I, I'm, I'm their friend, and I, I want to go. And I was like, dude, what are you like? You're thirty. You're thirty years old. Just say no. If you don't want to do something, don't do something. Just say no. And I thought about the business aspect of just saying no. And it's very important. When I was younger, I know, like when they say like, when you start out a business or just in life in general, just say yes to things. Say yes, figure it out, work hard, good things will come of it. Um, and I, I kind of believe in that. Like if there's an opportunity that comes up, say yes. At least when you're starting the business, say yes. But when you're starting to become somewhat established, you need to learn to say no. There's a lot of opportunity for us to go do certain things. But as a company starts to get older, your company starts to form an identity. And with that identity, you need to hold true to it. And sometimes there will be offers that come on the table for you to go do things. Whether it be for money, whether it be for content purposes, whether it be for interesting guests to have on the podcast, whatever it is, there's going to be opportunity for you, which is great. You want opportunity. 
But to hold an identity, you need to learn to say no. And that's one thing that I'm learning to deal with. There's some people, not people, there's, there's some things that I'm learning to not even respond to. I don't even say no. It's just so far out there. You don't, you, you're like, what? Like you, sometimes you think it's a wrong message. You think it's a wrong text. You think it's a wrong email. Like, what do you, is this the high button sports or what? You need to learn to say no in some situations, which is fine. But also learn to say yes in the right situations that will help you and help the other person that you're doing business with. There's nothing wrong with saying no. And that was an issue I had when I was younger. I'd say yes to everything just to be nice. You know, you don't want to piss anyone off. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah, let's do that. You know what I mean? You just don't want to disappoint anyone. You want to help everyone. Yes, yes. You want to do that? Yeah, let's do it. Can you do this then? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. And then the next thing you know, you committed to five things on a Tuesday afternoon and you're screwed and it doesn't benefit anyone, you or the other person that you're doing business with. You know what I mean? You have to be smart like that and learn to say no. And that's what I do enjoy about adulthood and going into a couple years into a, to a business is that you learn to say no, which is nice because at the end of the day, I don't really give a fuck, excuse my language here, but I don't really give a fuck whether or not you think it's going to help my business out or your business. I know what's right for high button sports more than anyone. And I don't think I really learned that lesson until this this past year. When I was younger, like I said, yes, let's do everything. Oh, yes, 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 let's do this. Yes, let's do that. I'd be working my bag off for free doing things I didn't want to do that I know, like I said, wouldn't help this company or anyone else's. Um, so learn your identity. The earlier you can learn the identity of your business, I think can help you a lot sooner. Because as soon as you have your morals down, as soon as you have your ideas down on paper, as soon as you have your goals, as soon as you have your, um, as soon as you have your anal- not analytics, as soon as you, uh, as soon as you have your X's and O's, if you know what I mean by that on paper of where you want to go, where you want to be, your trajectory to be in, in a year, two years and how to get there, um, stick to that. Don't go right. Don't go left. Go straight. Have horse blinders on. Know where you need to go and believe in it. Believe in it 100%. Because if you let someone else dictate your business and whether or not you think something's right for your business or something's wrong for your business, it could slow you down for sure, 100%. And when you have something that's starting to become a little bit more popular, there's going to be a lot more people that want to attach themselves to it, which is great. That means you're getting eyeballs. That means you're getting ears. That means you're getting attention. That's That's a really good feeling. But you have to understand that each and every one of us has a different dream. Each and every one of us has a different goal in mind. You know, you know, well, one thing I always like to bring up with my coworkers, you know, there's probably, I don't know, there's probably like seven, seven, eight of us right now within the company. And in order to get on the podcast, usually I invite someone or it's a friend that recommend, uh, you know, recommends an uncle or something like that. And yeah, I'll say yes, for sure. But there's, there's people out there that are starting to recognize who's attached to the company and then they'll go to them and then get them to come to me, which is fine. I respect the hustle. You got to do what you got to do to try to get on the podcast. That's great. But I've learned to say no, not that anyone in the past I've never wanted on the podcast or not. That's not it at all. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that back in the day, I would say yes to anyone, anything, and just have anyone who wants to come on the podcast on. And now I'm starting, look look at today, we don't have a guest on. It's just because I haven't found the right guest to have on. When I talk to our advertisers, I want to have quality, quality stories. 
I want to have uh, great talkers on this podcast. I want to have people that know how to listen. I want to have people that know how to interact correctly in order to make an hour podcast interesting. And sometimes that's not going to happen. So if that's the case, I don't mind just coming on here talking and letting you know how I feel and letting you know what's going on with the business. I hear the dogs barking upstairs, so Jeff might walk in as I'm recording, which there's nothing wrong with that. Um, man, those dogs, I swear to God. You know, you hear the dogs right now? So I... I I, I just want that to be uh, I just want that to be a lesson for anyone out there that's going and anyone that's uh, that, that, that's trying to get something started is it's okay to say no every now and then um, and I probably say no a lot Jeff just walked in what's up Jeff um, and like I was saying when everyone has a different goal or a dream or whatever it is in mind you have to understand when you start to gain more eyes more popularity more ears like I just said there's gonna be other people out there that try to attach their dream or their goal to your vision. But at the end of the day, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Everyone has a dream. Everyone has a vision. Everyone has a goal. Everyone has a company. Everyone has an idea. Everyone has a motive in order to get ahead in this world, whether it's financially, business-wise, family-wise, relationship-wise. Everyone has an idea. If you don't, then you're just... Well, if you don't, you're probably not listening to this podcast. So, you know, you got to do something. You have to figure out something in this life. And everyone out there has an idea. Like I said... And once you start to gain traction, people are going to want to put their ideas towards your company. And that's great, like I just said. But it's the importance of saying no to those people and knowing when your identity of your company could be affected by a decision that someone else makes. You have to have thick skin. And that's one thing that you develop over time. It's one thing that you develop over decisions that you haven't, I guess, correctly made in the past, which I definitely haven't. Um, But with that comes time and once you've learned that lesson and once you're able to I guess create that thick skin it can benefit your company in a lot of ways definitely it's it's definitely a lesson I'm very valuable to uh I'm very fortunate I guess to have I was reading stay humble I was reading uh an article the other day that's a lie I wasn't reading it I I copied and pasted it into the like the read back app like I you copy an article and then you put it into this like uh, read back. So then it reads back the article to you. And it was saying that companies like 95% of companies don't last past six or seven years. And what are we? 2007, 18, 19, 20, 21, almost we're almost five years in this company. And we're on that cusp of, are we going to keep going? Or are we not going to keep going? You know, it's that, it's that, it's that cusp. And I think, from me developing thick skin and being stubborn almost to not give in to any ideas that someone else has in order for me to flex or bend this company. Don't get me wrong. When we have people that come into the company that have been here for a bit, I'll, I'll take their ideas in. I'll, I'll listen to them. I'll implement them. I'll, you know, there, there's tons of things like look at TikTok. We had a, we had a kid that came in here last year, Justin Blanchard. And he's like, you guys should be on TikTok doing your mic'd up videos. And I thought he was an idiot at first. And then we did it. And that's probably our biggest social media platform right now, TikTok. Shout out to Justin. So I'll listen to you, but you have to be here for a bit. But there's a lot of other ideas that come my way that you have to shut down and just go, look, man, I appreciate your input, but you know, go to the back of the line, do some more thinking, figure it out, maybe look at our business a little bit more and then see how this can align. See how maybe there's a podcast guest out there that would align very well with our guest. But if you recommend a podcast guest to me and the guest comes on and, and he or her are sitting here and just they're mumbling going, is it good? Is it good? I like this. It's good. 
this is fun. I like sports. I like travel. I do this. I'm not thinking of the guest in front of me. I'm thinking of the bozo that recommended this guest to me. And it's that type of process that has allowed me to, like I said, develop this thick skin and, and, and figure out what's good for the company and what's not good for the company. But I don't want to just track this all around podcast guests. That's not what I'm saying. That's just an example that I'm using. Um, but when you're starting out the company, just make sure you have an identity written down on a piece of paper. And once you're able to, to form that identity and you're able to put some work towards it, make sure that you stay true to it. One question we always get is, what's next for High Button Sports? What are you guys doing now? What's around the corner? What do you guys? What do you guys? What's your? What are your goals? What do you want to do? What's What's next? What do you? Ha- what's happening? Justin, how? What? What's good? What What are you doing now? And I always look at them. I go, What do you mean? I'm doing what I want to do. I just want to be great at it. Is this podcast the best podcast in the world? No, but I want it to be. I'm working towards it. Does it have really? Does this episode have really anything to do with sports? No. But at the end of the day, I need to be able to sit here and talk to the listeners and let you know what I'm thinking. I have to. Does it hold true to our brand? Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But I'm still working towards a great podcast. Justin, what are you doing now? What are you doing next? What's what's this? What's happening? How are we? Justin, Justin, what's going? What are you doing now? I'm still working on our live streams. Jeff, God love Jeff. He's working his bag off to try to make those live streams perfect. And if they're not, he hears about it Monday morning. You know, well, Justin, what's next? What are we doing now? Justin, what can we, Justin, what's next? What are we, Justin? What do you mean? Our, our mic'd up videos, they're not perfect. I'm still working towards to make sure those are perfect. Excellent. Creme de la creme. Justin, what do you, what do you, just, just our clothes, we, we have two hats right now. Clothing company. On our website, you look at our top three, it goes podcast, clothing, and entertainment. I don't know, what does it say? It says, let me, give me a sec here. podcast clothing community well community we have i love the community but clothing that's bullshit we have two hats a couple beanies and a quarter zip that's not a clothing company so what do you mean about what, what, what's next what's around the corner I, I i just want to be great at what we're doing right now i want this podcast to be one of the best in the world i want our mic'd up videos to be known internationally not just hockey but with other sports I want us to have a great clothing company. I want our live streams to be creme de la creme. One day I want to be able to compete with Sportsnet. I know you're thinking, Justin, you're crazy. Justin, you're insane. Justin, what are you talking about? Justin, just shut the... What do you say? You know what I mean? But that's what you have to have. You have to have that insanity. Yeah, sure, Justin, you want to compete with Sportsnet one. Look, if you don't reach a goal... Fine, but at least you went for it. But that's my goal, is to make the things that we're doing now perfect. I'm doing everything I want to do within this company, but it's time to, you have to work towards things to make them better. We're nowhere near where we want to be. Nowhere near. So when at the beginning of this podcast, I talk about, yeah, maybe last week we walked, we didn't run. We definitely didn't stand still, but we walked. We didn't run, we didn't get ahead, but we took care of business. That's what I mean, how those weeks can be frustrating when you're just walking. Because you have a goal, you have a vision, you want to implement all these ideas, but it's hard to do that when walking. So this week we're going to be running, I can guarantee you that. So if you go to the Halifax International Airport, you, you go to those treadmill things I was talking about, you'll see me running on there. Not actually, but metaphorically, you know what I mean? I just got to get a drink of water, one sec.
Um, so yeah, that's the way I see it going. We, uh, us as a company, we want to be great at what we're doing with the aspects that we have right now, meaning the podcast, clothing, mic'd up videos, live streams, even the blogs, uh, shout out to coach Bombay. So don't be afraid to say no to the people that want to implement their ideas within the company, grow that thick skin, develop it, stay true to your word, stay true to the pieces of, not the pieces, stay true to the words that you're writing on that piece of paper. If you have that piece of paper in front of you and it has six, maybe seven things in front of you of what you want to do with your company, stay true to them. Stay true to them because they're on that piece of paper for a reason. You wrote them down because you believe in them. If someone else comes to you and goes, eh, I, I, I think I can add another bullet point. Sure, let them add that bullet point, but are they going to put as much work into that bullet point as you're going to put into the other seven bullet points? I don't know. That's for you to decide. That's for you to figure out yourself. I know with my bullet points on my piece of paper, I'm going to work my bag off to make sure that they're excellent. And if there is someone that's going to put their own bullet point on that piece of paper, well, you better be ready to go to war because you wake up every day with this company and it's war, at least a startup company. You know what I mean? Anyways, I don't want to take much of your time. I do appreciate you listening. And I like doing podcasts like this every now and then. I think it's a good thing. I think it's a great thing. Because at the end of the day, this company, I you know I say it time and time again, this company goes absolutely nowhere if it isn't for you, the listeners, the viewers, the people that like our post, the people that comment on our post, the people that share our post, the people that, I don't know much else you can do, but you know what I mean? The You people out there that, that interact with High Button Sports, you mean the world to me. I think of you each and every day when I'm in this studio Monday morning, I think about you the most. And I do apologize, there was no guest once again. But like I said, at the end of the day, we got to be able to talk to our guests. We appreciate it. Uh, if you could do me a quick favor, head on over to the iTunes page and leave us a comment. Five star, four star. If you want to leave a three star, go for it. But I don't think it's a three star podcast. But if you think it's a three star podcast, go for it. I'm not going to, what do you want? It's your, your own, you make your own decision, just like I make my own decision. But if you do put a three star, just know I'll find out and I'll contact you. And so maybe put a four star, maybe five star. No, you can put a three star if you want. I don't care. Uh, but leave a comment. That would be great. Uh, and that's pretty much it. I got nothing else to say. Once again, I appreciate the support. And we're going to be back this week with a podcast. Try to do two podcasts a week coming up here. Uh, one more time, today's episode is brought to you by Generous United. Uh, Generous United is helping out small businesses across Canada uh, with healthcare, in specific healthcare, prescription drugs. It doesn't matter if you're saving money on massages, uh, you know, dental work, uh, chiropractor. As long as you can save money on one aspect of healthcare, you're able to benefit from Generous United. So if you are having money, if you're having problems, excuse me, saving money for prescription drugs, Generous United is here for you. I want you to check out their website and see if there's anything that they can do to help you. That's G-E-N-R-U-S United dot C-A. One more time, G-E-N-R-U-S United dot C-A. If you can get ahead when it comes to healthcare, Generous United is the company for you, all right? It's Monday, work hard, have fun. This is the High Button Podcast. We are out.
Peace. I gotta feed the streets, my pistol gon' bleed the streets Ski mask on my face, sometimes you gotta cheat To stay ahead in this bitch, ah Drink surf like it's liquor Street life, I have you catching up to God quicker Stick ah, AK-40 to your lip, ah Let the chopper bang on you like a blood or a grip, ah Flip, ah, so much bread, I'm a gymnast Made so much money off the dumbest, off the dumbest Yeah, gang I'm Mr. Body Catcher, Slaughter Gang Soul Snatcher. Ain't no regular F150, this a fucking rapper. No capper, street nigga, not a rapper. Chopper hit him and he turned into a booty clapper. Smith and Wesson, I'm 4L gang reppin'. We done baptized more niggas than a damn reverend. Kappa Alpha, me and my gang, we do all the steppin'. Who you checkin'? It's FN, shoot East or Westin'. Poppy outside, and he got the double R. Drop it outside. Check the weather, and it's getting real. I'll be outside. I'ma drop this shit and have these pussies dropping like some motherfucking yeah. type of nigga that can't look me in the eyes. I despise when I see you. Better put that fucking pride to the side. Many times, plenty times, I survive. Beef is live. Spoiler alert: This nigga yeah. dies. Keep blickies, and you know the weed sticky. My finger itchy. Glock like the leave hickeys, your shooter's iffy, a street punk can never diss me, I come straight up out the six and we don't spell sissies. I fuck with her, and fuck with her, and her, I hit up her, tell them do the her, for sure, voodoo curse, it got him while I flew the Turks, know the dogs had to hit him where we knew it hurts. Gang shit, that's all I'm on. Yo. Gang shit, that's all I'm on, nigga. Gang shit, that's all I'm on. Gang shit, that's all I'm on, nigga. Gang shit, that's all I'm on. Gang shit, that's all I'm on, nigga. Gang shit, that's all I'm on. Gang shit, that's all I'm on. Let it bang bang, let it bang bang. Till his brains hang, and his mama sang, and the pastor sang, and them bullets sang, and them choppers sang, and the choir sang. I'm on everything. Jacob charged me for a 50 for a tennis chain. US Open had it on us at the tennis game. Tell the coach, don't take me out, I like to finish games. And my pen insane, and my men insane. There's like 80 of us now, that's a scary thing. Shit they doing on that other side, embarrassing. We in Paris with it, honey cares with it. All this shit is for my son, cause he's yeah. inheriting it. Yeah, your metro don't trust you, I'm gonna shoot you. Gang, yeah, gang, gang. Metro, metro, metro. Gang shit, that's all I'm on. Gang shit, that's all I'm on, nigga. Gang shit, that's all I'm on. Gang shit, that's all I'm on, nigga. Gang shit, that's all I'm on. Gang.